Welcome to the Soulful Summit Podcast, a journey to your higher self. I'm your host, Haley Peel, a life coach and pharmacist, where I will help you elevate your self-care, reclaim your energy, and align with your true north. We will chat about holistic living, adventure, raising your energetic vibration, and how to connect with your higher self. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Empowered Adventure Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Peel. I'm a mindset coach and a pharmacist. I love outdoor adventure and my dog Fitzroy. In 2012, I walked into the Grand Canyon for a 42-mile through hike and 28 hours later emerged with swollen, blistered feet, a broken spirit, and a fear of living adventurously. Ultimately, this experience woke me up and inspired me to run an Ironman, climb to 18,000 feet in the Himalayas, and return to the 42-mile Grand Canyon rim-to-rim-to-rim hike. This show is about helping you live your best adventure-inspired life. It's about finding a balance between stretching ourselves and being content and grateful each day. Every week, I will share adventures, insights, and tips to empower you to step into your own adventure-inspired life and unleash your inner strength. I started this show because I'm passionate about cultivating grit, growth, and gratitude, but I also need a community to encourage that growth, a lifeline to lean on when things get tough, something to remind me that I'm not alone and to help me rise again. I hope you learn something, laugh a little, and are empowered to step into your best adventure-inspired life. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to this mini episode. I want to share simple ways to help you feel inner peace, more confident, and to help you live your epic, adventurous life. So this mini episode is designed to help you implement one simple step each week to help you feel good. Feeling good sets us up for success in every area of our life. We have a better outlook, we're more motivated, we have a better mood, we're more creative, we're more resilient, we show up better in the world for ourselves and for other people we care about in our lives. So basically everybody benefits. So this mini episode is inspired by the book Limitless by Jim Quick. His book is all about upgrading your brain, learning anything faster and up-leveling your best life. I love this book and I will add a link in the show notes for today. So today's topic is four simple ways to quiet the inner critic Or another way to think about inner critic is ANTS, A-N-T-S, or automatic negative thoughts. I love this term. It was actually coined by Dr. Daniel Amen, who is a clinical neuroscientist, and he authors the book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. He, in this story, he came home one evening after a really hard day at the office to a kitchen infested with thousands of ants. And he realized, like the ants infesting his kitchen, his patients were infested with all of these automatic negative thoughts. So why is this important? Why should we work on quieting our inner inner critic or ants? And so these ants, they rob us of joy and steal happiness. And when we have a mind full of ants, we place limitations on ourselves. They shut us down. They limit us, 
And I love this quote by Jim Quick. He says, if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. But the cool thing is, if we are the ones thinking these thoughts, we're putting the limitations on ourselves. So it is within our power to change these thoughts. We can be the hero in our story. We can shift from victim to victor here. And we don't have to rely on anyone outside of ourselves to change our story. So before I get into the how, how to shift this, I wanted to share a personal story of my own inner critic or my own aunts that can invade my mind somewhat frequently. And there's probably several stories I can tell, but one aunt that frequently comes up for me is around romantic relationships. So after a date that either I'm interested and he's not, or he's interested and I'm not, I can frequently go down the thought process of what is wrong with me? Does my partner exist out there in the universe? Am I being too picky? And it ultimately ends in, well, it's just not going to happen for me. And I was, you know, I was recently at a coaching retreat in San Diego and it was the format or the, or the focus was on love and relationships. And one of the questions that was brought up by one of the speakers was when you're at war with yourself and you win, who loses? So I I just thought that was a really amazing question. So kind of going back to the ants. So the thing is, the thought process that I was describing before of, you know, going down this negative pathway, it's, it's a few things. So it's the first thing is it's not helpful. It's just, it's just not helpful or productive at all. It's not showing compassion for myself. And it's also a scarcity mindset as well as a victim mindset. And, you know, maybe it's, maybe it is relationships, but insert your own aunt. What is, what is your automatic negative thought? Maybe it's comparing yourself to others or focusing on the things of what you don't have in life. So when those ants start to creep in, now I'm learning through these tools I'm about to share with you is that I'm able to create more space and come from a place of curiosity. And there's no judgment where there's curiosity. So now when when I do have these thoughts, I'm not able to be swept away by them so much. I'm able more so to be curious about them and just appreciate that, you know, this inner critic, it's actually a self-protective mechanism that is, is working super well to help me survive. But I know these thoughts are not serving me and then I can choose. So I make a choice to speak more kindly to myself like I would a friend. And so what I'm finding is like, instead of going to bed feeling defeated or just playing the victim and having all of those negative feelings work on my subconscious while I sleep, I'm actually more consistently going to bed with more compassion towards myself, more appreciation and self-love. And I just, I wanted to share this story because I don't even know that people even realize how critical we can speak towards ourselves. I know I didn't realize that until somebody started to point until a coach started to point that out to me. And this is so important because our beliefs create our thoughts. Our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings create our behaviors, habits, and our habits create our lives. They create the results and the experiences in our lives. So we all win the game we're playing. We create our lives and our experiences, which that mindset is so empowering. 
Okay, so let's get into the how. How can we begin to rewire those ants and become aware of the inner critic, but let's let's change how we interact with it. So a few hows. My first one that I love is it's movement and specifically mindful hiking. So movement, whether it's hiking or another movement of choice, it's so, so important because it helps get you out of your head and into your body. And mindful hiking, it helps you, it helps you become aware of your body and breath while walking in nature. And for me, I so believe it's a portal to mental clarity and freedom. So hiking and being in nature, it boosts your mood, it reduces stress, and can lower risk of depression. It actually calms part of the brain linked to mental illness and reduces the mind's tendency towards those negative thought patterns. And I have a few mini episodes on the benefits and how-tos of mindful hiking, and I'll link to those episodes in the show notes for today. The second way is called the High Five Habit, and this is by Mel Robbins. I love this one. It is so simple, and you may be thinking, High Five Habit? What, what are you talking about? But stay with me here. I, I want you to remember when the last time you gave or received a high five. Maybe it was playing sports in school growing up or recently, but remember that jolt of positive energy that you feel when you give or receive a high five? So our subconscious brain has a lifelong positive association with giving and receiving these high fives. So our subconscious, it's already programmed to associate a high five with celebration, possibility, and belief. So when you raise your hand to yourself and make eye contact in the mirror, you are communicating to yourself that I am someone who is worth rooting for, celebrating, believing in. I can make anything happen. And the cool thing is you don't even have to say anything. And this actually rewires your brain. Mel talks about this in her book, and I'll, I'll add a link to this book in the show notes too. But what, what we're doing is when you do that high five, you're taking a routine activity. So looking at yourself in the mirror and you're pairing it with two things something unexpected that involves your senses, so that high five, and an an emotion you want to feel, which is celebration. So again, I'll link to the book in the show notes, but I, I love this habit, love this concept. Okay, the third way to help quiet your inner critic is meditation. So meditation for me has been huge at creating space in my thoughts. And I will admit at first, I mean, I started this kind of years ago, kind of sporadically, and I would just do it for like a minute at a time. But over the past year or so, I've really been more intentional about making this a daily habit, even if it's for a couple minutes, like I can really tell a difference in how the day goes for me. So it's huge at creating space. It calms my mind. And as with any new habit, it takes breaking it down into bite-sized chunks And I have some of my clients tell me they can't meditate because they can't stop their thoughts or they can't sit still. And so the process of meditation is actually, it's not stopping your thoughts. It's actually just when you catch yourself in a thought process or just thinking and you notice it and you notice that you're thinking, and then it's just bringing your attention back to your breath and you keep doing it over and over again. 
So just start with one minute a day even. Set a timer, find a meditation app. Insight Timer is a free app. I actually, a huge shout out to my sister-in-law here. She found um, Aura, the Aura app, A-U-R-A, and I am obsessed with this app because it's not just meditation. They also have breathwork practices. They also have hypnosis and life coaching. It's like, it's amazing. I love this app. But find a comfortable place that's calming, maybe light a candle or use some essential oils Start to connect with your body, so feel your butt in your seat or your chair, and just begin to notice your breath. And notice your thoughts. Don't try to stop or resist them. Just envision yourself watching your thoughts float by on clouds. And as you notice the thought, you can just think, oh, isn't that interesting? Oh, that's interesting. And then just come back to your breath. And this process of noticing your thoughts, coming back to your breath, Just doing this over and over, that's meditation. And you'll find that slowly you'll begin to crave more time meditating. And so this is this has been huge for me to calm my nervous system and create space. And I will say, like, there's totally different types of meditation. I mean, maybe it is the traditional, like I just described, of sitting still in a calm space, but people also enjoy meditation while swimming or trail running or movement. Like there are different or doing yoga. Like there are movement types of meditations, which are hugely beneficial too. I just even five minutes a day of sitting still, I've I've come to crave this, but it did take time of me consistently showing up in that space. And now I, I, I don't go any day without doing even just like a minute a day. Okay, the last way to quiet the inner critic is curiosity. So trade your judgment for curiosity. So when you go to reach for that extra cookie or piece of pie, or you berate yourself for not crossing everything off your to-do list, does anybody else do that? I do that. (laughs) Um, just, Just pause and breathe and be curious. Like, isn't it interesting that I'm going for that extra cookie? Isn't it interesting that I'm reaching for my phone to scroll through social media? Like, what's the experience I'm going for? Is it serving me? If it is, then mindfully engage without judgment. But if it's not, then what else can you choose instead? So just to recap, four simple ways to quiet the inner critic or begin to rewire those ants, those automatic negative thoughts is movement. I personally love mindful hiking. Uh, Number two is the high five habit. Number three is meditation. And number four is curiosity. Trade your judgment for curiosity. So action step for the week. What is your biggest ant? What can you replace it with? What if the opposite were true? And of what I talked about in today's show, which one of these steps feels easiest and the most fun to try out this week? Just try one thing every day for a week and see how it goes for you. You can send me a DM on Instagram or email me and let me know how it goes. I would love to hear from you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want you to know that I'm here to support you. So if there's a question you have or a way I can support you, 
please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Haley's Comments 310 or connect with me at haleyscomments.org. I'll be dropping episodes each week and I'm excited to hear from you. I'll talk to you soon. As a busy woman in the corporate world, I experienced success in the traditional sense. A good job, a house, friends and family, my dog Fitzroy. I had a lot to be grateful for, yet something still felt off. I felt like I was just going through the motions without any real sense of purpose or fulfillment. I struggled to find work-life balance. I felt like I was always on the go, juggling multiple responsibilities. I had lost touch with who I really am and what truly makes me happy. I was living on autopilot. What do you do if you feel overwhelmed and exhausted all the time, like you're constantly running on empty? What do you do if you can't seem to switch off and just relax? Even when you do have downtime, your mind is still racing with work and family worries. If you feel this way, you're not alone and this is completely normal. It's why I designed a quiz to help busy, successful career women in their 30s and 40s who feel their life force is being drained, prioritize their self-care, and reclaim their energy by knowing their unique self-care style. When you finish the quiz, you get your tailor-made results sent directly to your inbox. Just click the link in the podcast show notes to take your free quiz to find out what is your unique self-care style.